We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out BlueWirePods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we have an emergency pod. And today, we're going to talk about day one of the NFL Draft, mainly the number three overall pick, Jeffrey Okuda, all on episode 97 of the Pride Podcast. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast on the Blue Wire Network. This episode is going to be sponsored by Bet Online AG, and I am your host, Tyler, recording at 12:44 a.m. Eastern Time, straight after the NFL Draft. Joined by my two suspects, as always, on this late or this early morning, I should say. Malcolm and Peter, how are you guys doing? Woo! I am uh, doing great. How great was it to watch something live, something you didn't know was going to happen on the screen, not reruns or Netflix? How great was that to watch the NFL draft? Honestly, it was nice to get away from like reality a little and just kind of like watch sports live for like the first time in forever. I 100% agree. It was awesome. And now we are here to break down the Detroit Lions day one pick. They only had one pick in this day one, and they'll have multiple ones as the next two days go on, and we'll break that down as the days goes on. But we're here just to break down round one because that's all we know at the moment. And we're here on a very early morning. The grind and motivation never stops. But let's let's start it off. All right. At pick three, the Lions did not trade back. They selected a lot of people had mocked. A guy I had mocked. I believe a guy Peter had mocked. And I believe Malcolm had a guy mocked. So, um uh, the Detroit Lions at pick three select cornerback Jefferson Akuda out of Jeffrey. Ohio. Whatever you want to call him. Don't I call him man. Come on. It's Jeffrey. I, I call him Jefferson now just from that one caller from the pod. So, oh, okay. so oh, wow. yeah, wow. so now he so he is my biggest fan, so now I do call him Jefferson Akuda. So the Detroit Lions select Jeffrey Akuda at pick three from Ohio State University. And Malcolm had a bit of a changed opinion. I want him to break down that a little bit, and then I want you to break down your thoughts on the Akuda pick. Yeah, I mean this this week been a, a little bit of a roller coaster for me because since the beginning of time I was all in on Akuda. Mm-hmm. I was all in on Akuda, and then one day I woke up I was like, wait a minute, what happened? Why we were making the wrong choice here? And then I started looking into Derek Brown, and then other, the other defense tackles like Ken Law, Derek Brown. And I was like, all right, maybe. Maybe drafting a corner so high right now is not the best move right now. Now I'm thinking maybe we should just start from the front and then worry about the back later on. You know, you gotta fix everything up front right now. I think I don't think it's something you can wait on. I mean, right now the Lions are in pretty good position to address it. You know, later on in the draft. 
um, and get some quality pieces. But what I saw in Derrick Brown, I think would have immediately fixed a lot of our problems that we signed last year. A lot of our problems as far as stopping the run. A, a, a lot of problems as far as putting pressure on the quarterback. I thought Derrick Brown would immediately did that, do that and also have an impact with his players around him and make them better. Same way when Snacks came in, immediately he came in, he made H.R. Robinson better. He made Jared Davis better. He made everybody around him better. Um, I think Derrick Brown would have had that same effect. Now, when I was looking at our secondary I know everybody, the media, hit everybody throwing, oh, Detroit needs a cornerback. Detroit needs a cornerback. Our, our, one of our biggest holes is cornerback. I don't see our secondary going to next year. I mean, there's a lot of guys who contracts end in a couple years. I see that. But going to next year, I am a thousand, I'm a thousand percent comfortable with those guys. As far as Trufant, Amani, and Coleman. I'm a thousand percent comfortable with those guys. Now, is Jeff Okuda a hundred percent better than those guys? Well, we'll see in camp. The thing is, we'll, we'll see. You know, he's a better prospect than they were in college. But is he coming into the NFL? Is he a hundred percent better than those guys? Can we say that? The thing is, looking back at he shut the, the receivers at FAU. He shut the those ten, guys the down. The Big Ten, mainly Big Ten. The Big guys. Ten. The yeah. Big Ten, you know, he shut those guys down. And it's not like we're looking at Jeff Okuda and like, wow, he has world-class speed. Or, wow, you know, he has really good footwork, but he damn near ran a 4-5. I mean, we, we got to be honest. He damn near ran a 4-5. He ran a 4-4-8. Yep. So it's not like, it's not like he, wow, he ran a 4-2. Like, this, this shit's crazy. He has like a 46-inch vertical, you know. It's, he didn't blow off the combine. So I'm thinking like, shit, did he? Did he really benefit from that defensive line in Ohio State? So I, I was just doubting everything. And I'm not saying that Jeff Okuda is not going to be Jeff Okuda. I'm not saying that he's not going to be a great player. But my biggest question was, is he going to come in day one and be better than the guys we have now? I mean, when I look at Armania Warrior, he's proven that he could play corner in a really tough situation. And what I mean by a really tough situation is playing corner with absolutely no front four. He played corner last year. He had two starts. He has two interceptions and three PBUs and two starts. So I'm looking at Armani Warrior. I'm like, damn, if he takes a little bit of a leap, he can be a pretty damn good corner, pretty damn solid number two. So it's not like that is a major hole at cornerback number two. There's been two fought. It's proven that he could be a number one corner in the league. That's not, that's not a major hole either. And then we got we got Justin Coleman, who probably he's probably the highest paid nickel in the league, probably top three. I'm not sure exactly where he ranks, but that's not a hole either. So I'm looking at our secondary. I'm like, that's not really a big hole. Now, would it be an upgrade if he is better than Armani Wari? Sure, but how is how is Jeff Okuda gonna stop the run? That's like that was, that was my biggest question because if they can't stop the run, everything is just gonna trickle down. It's just gonna be bad. So unless we fix this pass rush, we fix, we fix putting pressure on the quarterback, we fix stopping the run, Jeff Okuda pick is going to be irrelevant. So, yeah, that's why I was all in on Derrick Brown. But right. it's, it's not a bad pick. I, I mean, I like it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it, but like I said, if we don't fix our front four, this pick is going to be very, very, very irrelevant. You, uh, you bring up the speed element, right? I have a question for you. Yeah, what sure. What did Tredavious what did Tredavious White, he was probably a top five, top seven corner last year. What did he run at the combine? Do you remember? No, I'm not I'm not too sure. But he went late in the first round, right? He wasn't a top three pick. I mean, he wasn't, but he's like he's like a top corner right now. He ran a 4.47. He had a 32-inch vertical. Okay, and then you go look at Okuda's number. He ran a 4.48, and he had a 41-inch vertical. But this is the difference between Tredavious White and Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda's going to be playing cover one on the island. No help, no safety on top. That's him against the top. Him against pro. This is not against the Big Ten. Big Ten, right? Yeah. He's not going against Big Ten receivers on the island. He's going against pro receivers on the island running a 4-8. It's not a I'm, problem. And it's, 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 I'm not saying it's going to be an issue, but are you 100% coming in right now and saying day one, he's going to be better than all three of those guys right now? Are it's you? Possible. It's possible. But the thing is, there is no guarantee. 
There's no guarantee well, that you're coming. you can make the same case for like Derek Brown. Is he better than Danny Shelton? Absolutely. No, Danny I mean, Shelton. Come thing, on, the thing you is, can't say Danny that. Shelton, Danny Shelton. The thing is, when you when you have the front four, you have Danny Shelton, and you have another defensive tackle starting next to him. Now, the, that question would be, is he 100 percent better than Nick Williams? And that question is absolutely yes. I guarantee you, you bring you bring a Derek Brown, and I there's a unless an injury happens. There's a thousand percent sure he's starting next to Danny Shelton. A thousand. Okay. I um, can't say that with Jeff Fukuda. And the thing is, like I said, if you bring in Derek Brown, he makes people around you better. Derek Davis improves. He becomes a better linebacker. Jelani Tavai now becomes a better linebacker. We are now putting pressure on the quarterback in the middle. We are stopping the run. Jeff Fukuda. He comes in, and we got to hope that he beats out Amani Awarie. Um, I think he will beat out Amani Awarie, and that's something Amani I – lo- I love Amani. I think him and Jeff are going to be – him and Akuda are going to be a, um, a like, elite duo in the future, like a dynamic one and two, and I've said this on this pod before. Um, this is why I like Akuda more than Brown, and the reason is the value for a corner is higher than a um, defensive was- tackle. It's a passing leak. You got you got to stop, especially in this scheme. If true finder Imani goes down, you are fucked. You like, are. you're fucked, especially in this scheme, bro. You need corners. So let me just say one thing: if we don't have a pass rush, we're fucked regardless. I mean, we can't I, put pressure. Tomorrow. We can't put pressure on the quarterback. But this was your chance to for sure get you that guy that's gonna one stop the run. He's gonna immediately he's gonna immediately impact the run game, the run defense. And you have a guy that's going to put pressure on the quarterback in the middle. You got your for sure guy right there. And yeah, the, but the you thing also is, potentially have your next Stephon Gilmore, right? You, you do. And the, the, this is the thing is, I'm looking at value versus need. You, this, this, this is this is more of a this is more value, I, I guess, because you're going to use Jeff Okuda to maybe upgrade a position that is okay. Like I said, we're okay with with Amani Warrior. Amani Warrior is not a bad corner. He I won't. know, but the depth behind bad, him blows though. It the does. blows, bro. And it then Trufan is twenty nine, right? He's coming off an injury. So you're saying this defense need four starters? You need depth, especially the amount of man they play. You need depth at corner. You, you trust Dale Roberts going out there and play like a game or two? What 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 what, mean, what needs more depth? A cornerback or maybe the front four? The- they'll address the front four. I'm sure they'll address it. Um. Tomorrow or like tomorrow, round two, round again, three. But again, this like I said, this was your chance to immediately address <laughs> our biggest need, and that was the front four. Go Tyler. I know Tyler. I'll say this: you don't, draft, <laughs> you don't draft based on need. You draft on best player available. That's how the best teams draft. You don't want to reach for a player. Best player available is two a Tiger Tiger Lavoa. I disagree. How that. He what? No, I agree. Player, best player. I disagree with that, bro. If he was so good, why didn't teams come up and get him? They were scared Uh, to trade up for him, bro. Who has a better college career, Jeff Okuda or or Tua Tagovailoa? Tua didn't. Tua didn't even play that much. Who had a better Who had a better college career, Tua or Jeff? That doesn't matter. He was hurt. Okuda wasn't hurt. He was always healthy. He balled out. There's no way you can say Jeff Tua was not even on my top ten. He was not in my top ten for the because you weren't looking for. The thing is, you weren't looking for a quarterback, and you're going by need. If we we needed a quarterback, he'll be number two. He'll be number one in your board. Would be stupid though. If we didn't have Matthew Stafford, and then Joe Burrow went number one, and we're a pick three, Tua Tagovailoa would be number one on your board. No way. He was number three on mine. (laughs) No way, dude. No, I'm not high on him. I'm gonna be honest. You know I'm not high on him. And I've said that like you're, 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 like, you're not. The thing is, the thing is, you're laying personal feelings between him and lefties, and you don't like lefties. I get it. You're letting that personal feeling and injuries, interfere bro, as far as history. he could have. He could have been the healthiest guy in the world. You would say your 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 argument would have been he's a lefty. And, <laughs> that would have been your and, argument. And, and, and chill out with the injuries. It's an injury. Injury, not injuries. No injuries. You have to look at the injury history. He's been hurt. Know. He's been hurt, but he's been playing like he hasn't missed college time. He had to miss time. Right, time right, missing college. Concerns, you're talking about the Miami Dolphins and Tua Tango yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about the Miami Dolphins Tua. We're talking about Jeff Okuda. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you're wrong. 
our exclusive partners, Bet Online, still have hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. With their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day, all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE and join today and receive your welcome bonus. Build online, your online waging solutions. Go, go ahead, Tyler. What's going right, on? So I want to chime in real quick on this. And you brought up really good arguments about Derek Brown and Jeff Akuda. And I agree with you. The defensive tackle position right now, I think, is more of a need on this football team currently than the cornerback position. I am not disagreeing one bit with you right now. My argument to you is value. Akuda, I think, is a better value right now at that spot. I don't think either of them were great value and pick number three, but that's not the, that's not the point. They couldn't find a trading partner. And then with the cornerback position compared to the interior defensive tackle position, I think you could literally – I think there's a way better shot in this draft to find an interior defense alignment that could step in day one and day two or day three than a cornerback besides Jeff Okuda or C.J. Henderson. I don't think there's another guy in this cornerback class besides Henderson or Okuda that could step in day one and be a, a impact player to this team. So we said in this draft we need to pick up starters. I th- I know you said it's a possibility that – Amani or Warrior could beat Jeff Okuda for that day one starter spot. Uh, absolutely. And that's fair. Amani Warrior is a, a very solid corner, and he deserves the opportunity to at least get the first team reps in camp, at least because the way he played and Akuda being a rookie. So I'm not disagreeing there. I think Akuda is good enough to win that day one spot. I think there's a very good shot he wins at it. It's not a guarantee. No, not at all. But if you look at any of the other corners in this draft, uh, we can go down the list. Trevon Diggs. Fulton, Kristen Fulton, the guys are still available. I don't think those guys have any shot at all winning a, a spot day one. And we said this draft, we need to pick up starters. Interior defensive tackle position, you, you mentioned Nick Williams and Deshaun Hand, not solidified starters by any means. I think you could pick up a defensive tackle round two, round three. Those guys are going to compete right away and very likely to, to start right away. So if we're here to get starters right now, you got your starting corner very potentially with Jeff Okuda. And you could find a starting defensive tackle or interior defensive lineman anywhere from round two to round four. And I really believe they could outbeat Nick Williams or Deshaun Hand for a starting spot or get a lot of snaps in a game compared to if you took a guy like Trevon Diggs who would not be getting many snaps. He'd be probably a healthy scratch for many weeks, honestly, with that cornerback position because you would have Amani beating him. You would have Jasmine Trufon obviously beating him. And then, you know, Maybe not an inactive spot, but maybe like as a depth piece that would not be getting any snaps in a football game compared to if you get a defensive tackle round three. You could be getting you know, many snaps because especially the lines and just the NFL in general, you shift defensive tackles all day. There's not one guy or two guys that are consistently getting all snaps in the game. You need your run stuffers. You need your pass rushing defensive tackles. And I think there's a better shot for the lines to get one of those guys later in the draft compared to not having any corners that could play day one besides, I think, Akuda or Henderson. Bro, you nailed it right there. Yeah, yeah, you did. But let me just let me just ask you, and and this is going back to what I said. Corner, we're, we're fine at corner. Like, if, even if we upgrade, if we upgrade our cornerback, say uh, say Jeff Okuda beats out um Amani Warrior, beats yeah. out Mario Warrior. Mm-hmm. If we don't have a front four, we gonna be in the same position as we were last year. And I I get what you're saying that we can address it, but. There is no other player left in this draft besides Ken. Ken Long was the only guy that was as good as Brown. Yeah. Might be have been it might be have been better, but everybody else is a big downgrade from Brown, and that's the same way in the cornerback position. That's like saying, oh, we could we could roll with our guys now and then draft a cornerback later. We could draft Troy Pride Jr. and just have him as depth. We don't need somebody to start a corner right now. Well, this is the thing. I don't know why. Like if we never replaced Darius Slay and we never had Desmond Trufant, I would be like I would have been all in and say, you know what? We need a corner bad because shit. Who's our store? Who's our corners? Mike Ford, Jeff yeah. Aku- uh, um, Armani Warrior, and Mike Ford. So at that point, we need a starter. We don't need a starter right now. We don't. We don't. We could go this whole year, and we boost. We boost up our front four. We could have our our starters all year, as Desmond Trufant, Armani Warrior, 
and then Justin Coleman. And if we have a good front, we'll have a hell of a year. I guarantee you we'll have a hell of a year. Our secondary is not the problem. It wasn't a problem last year. Those guys played bad because we didn't have any pressure. We couldn't stop the run. We couldn't do anything. Couldn't stop the run. Quarterbacks had all day. Like The teams on offense were doing whatever they wanted to do with us because we couldn't do anything. We couldn't put pressure on the quarterback. And, yeah. yes, we could get somebody later on. But you're looking at guys who are one-dimensional. You're getting a guy maybe round three who's just, just a stuff, run stuffer, who could be just a run stuffer. That's yeah. cool. But what you're going to get from Derrick Brown was a guy that was going to constantly, constantly put pressure on the quarterback, and he was going to stop the run. That's what you're going to get from Derrick Brown. That's, that's, what what that's the reason why he wouldn't say top constantly. Time. I wouldn't say constantly. constantly. Um, he would, but not constantly. I, 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 think he has, I think he has a shot to be pretty damn great. And oh yeah, I know. Depending he, on, he depending number, on, was, depending on who's around him. On my board, you know, like I'm not saying he would have been a bad thing. He was number four on my board. Akuda was just number two. Now you look at Detroit and you're like, all right, where's all the double teams coming from? Everybody doubling Trey Flowers, right? Yeah. So you telling me the team are going to now try to double team Danny Shelton? They go double team uh, Derek Brown and and um and Trey Flowers? That's impossible. Well, look, I mean, tomorrow you still got like. Day two, you still got a lot of good players that. This is, um, this, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, just guys out there. But I wouldn't the, say just guys, bro. I think there is still like the, the AJ Epinesa. He he's pretty good. He could do what yeah, you just yeah. said: pressure yeah. and run. Um, Marlon yeah. Davidson out of like, Auburn, he's pretty he's good. Ross Blacklock out of TCU, he's pretty good. And um, Marlon Davidson is a pass rusher, which is great. The thing is, you wasn't going to get a guy that could do both, like Derek Brown. Is what I'm trying to say. You're not going to get a guy that can do both. It's like if if we never got Akuda, you're not going to get the same guy that has Jeff Akuda's potential. Yeah, there's masked out. Yeah. There's nobody else. And Marley Davidson is not Derek Brown. I'm sorry, yeah. he's not. Obviously, he's not. A, but I'm just saying, like, there is still some really good players. There, there, there's depth. You can get guys. You can get you can get a defensive tackle that's a pass rusher. You can get a defensive tackle that can run, that can run that stuff to run. You can get those guys. They're there. But you're not gonna find a guy that could do both. Right, no, well, I the guy that could do both, you. both of those guys are gone. Yeah, that's Kinlaw and Derek Brown. Those guys are gone. Right. That's why they're elite. That's why they win the first round. But could you get a guy like Trevon Diggs is gonna do what Akuda's gonna do? No. No, Absolutely but that's the thing. Not. The thing is, we don't need it right now. But you, you need it long term. Like, oh, long term, absolutely. I agree with you. Okay, long term, we do need it. Font signed a two year deal. What if he gets yeah. hurt? What do you do if he gets hurt, bro? God, you could get death later on in the draft, and they could fill like, in for a game or two. You don't need – the thing is right now, all right. If, it's a pass – all right, let me start this. Matt Patricia plays man coverage. Yes. This is a guy at Ohio State who excelled at man coverage. Great tackler. Corners who could tackle are kind of hard – are getting hard to find a little. He also, had, he also had Chase Young, but continue. It doesn't matter. Uh, Denzel Ward and Marshawn Lattimore also had the Boaster brothers, and they're thriving in the NFL. I know, but who does who – does, um, who does Ward have with him in Cleveland right now? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Garrett. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they, they, they're putting pressure on the quarterback. They, they're none of those guys who are in a Detroit Lions situation. We have no pass rush. Like, we are. Yeah, this, but you could still bad. find pass rushers, bro. There is still yeah. good pass rushers out there. I think there's actually, like, some steals they could take at 35, a couple steals, to be yeah. honest. But Yeah, it's possible. Um, it's possible. And I'm not knocking. I'm not saying Jeff Okuda is a bad pick. Jeff Okuda could come out. And eventually be the best cornerback in the NFL one day, you know that's very, very possibility. Possible. Very possibility. Yeah. But that's the thing a bold is, take. it is a bull take. Thing that could happen. Yeah. But also a situation in Detroit, if we don't fix our pass rush, it might not be good, and that's a very possibility as well. And then yeah. also, what does what do the Lions value? What do the Lions value more? We've talked about this constantly. We don't always agree with this, but what do they value more, coverage or pass rush? The thing is, they, they value defense. They value coverage, bro. The, 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 the thing is, as far as value coverage, this is the this is the way to look at it. How many times on third down last year did they rush three? It wasn't it like 20% of the time or something stupid like that? 15 how about they, or something like that? How about when they the rush two? The thing is, oh, God. <laughs> God, I, I mean, what, what I'm saying is the reason why I think they said that they value pass rush um, coverage is because they're able to pay guys like Justin Coleman starter money where other teams won't value a nickel like that. They won't pay a nickel corner starter money. So that whole thing of him saying, I value coverage, came from that. But if but they like, didn't value coverage, though, they wouldn't have paid Trey Flowers. 
They went ahead and tried to get Danny Shelton. They went ahead and trade for snacks. They went ahead and tried to attempt to get Daniels last year, thinking that he could, you know, maybe get his career in, in, in order. They went ahead and went after all those guys. Well, they, they, didn't have, value, they didn't They, they know. value defense, like you mentioned. But yeah, they, they value defense. They know what they, they need to do to win. They value coverage more than a pass. It's, for, it's kind of like – Kind of like, you know, your McDonald's or Wendy's comparison. You know, you, you like one of them the other. Like, you know, Patricia, McDonald's is his coverage, and Wendy's is the pass rush. Like, they're both good, but, like, he values McDonald's a little more, you know, if you know what I mean. Like, he likes I mean, the big man better than the Baconator. You know you know what I think it is? And there was reports earlier that Patricia wanted Derrick Brown. There was reports earlier that Patricia wanted Derrick Brown. I think that was and then there was It could have been fake. And then Bob, they were saying that Bob Quinn wanted Jeff, um, Jeff Okuda. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was, it was reports. It, it could have been a rumor. I don't know. I don't even know who reported it. Do you, do you remember who reported uh, it? It was a CBF report, and then like an hour or 30 minutes before the draft, Matt Miller said he got a text that Detroit's going to take Derek Brown at number three. They're not going to trade the pick. Yeah, so I think me? that was kind of to spread some false shit just because like that's how the Lions are. They never leak out their intentions. Like yeah. People were freaking out. I mean, I wasn't, but a lot of people were freaking out when they got leaked that Derek Brown is their guy. I was, I was one of. He was, yeah. I mean, like I said, the thing is with Derek Brown, what well, he would have brought to the team immediately. And the thing is, I think Jeff Okuda's long term is the move, because you know Devin Trufant, he only had a two year deal. Right. He's not going to be there too long. He might that two year deal might be a one year deal depending on where Jeff Okuda's at, yeah, as far as yeah. So if, if Jeff Okuda balls out, they might say bye bye to Desmond Trufant. Yeah. Right. So yeah, long term is good, but the thing is for next year. Do I see this as a bigger move to win now? I say I say that move would have been Derrick Brown. That was me. Because you are perfect. like I said, you're perfectly fine in a cornerback position. All you need to add is depth. You don't need to add the number three overall pick for depth. If you're saying, you know, no, if somebody you're not, hurt, you're not. You don't do that. If somebody gets hurt, you're, you're fucked. I get it. But you don't need no. to use your you only need to use your third overall pick for depth. And that's why well, I don't think it is for depth. I think he is a starter. That's why he I has think to be so though, he has to he has to beat the guys out. If he's not yes. better than if he's not better than Amani Warrior, what do you do? Then you have to start Exactly. Yeah. And, and the thing is, because we're in a position that we don't we don't need a cornerback right now, there's no rush for him to get on the field unless he's a hundred percent better than all those guys are on the field. He's gotta be better than Marcus Trufant, or he has to be better than Armani. I don't see him taking Justin Coleman's job, even if he is better than him, because Justin Coleman's making nine million. And I don't think he, if they said Justin Coleman and he's making nine million. I'm gonna be pissed. Well, they paid they, Truth on eleven, so oh, they, they paid Truth eight now, right? Isn't it? That's why. Eight that, or nine? That's why I said Trufon's not getting a bench either. The only person he could possibly beat out is Amani Warrior. And if Amani Warrior is better than him, which is like I said, it's such a big possibility because this is a year two corner who's been in the league, been in a system that had no pass rush, and did pretty damn good with no pass rush. We talk about we had no pass rush last year. How many people could throw, could be okay in a situation like that? Nah, man. My own, the only corner, the only thing I had, the only issue I had with Amani Warrior is that when they, they threw a deep ball, he didn't really track the ball really good down the like when he's in coverage, he wasn't able to track the ball really in coverage. But if he fixes that, he's a pretty damn good corner. Yeah, I, and I, I, I kind of like my main argument just to go back to what we were saying is, I think you, I think you upgraded the position at the cornerback spot most definitely grabbing Akuda. And I think you could still get potential starters day two at that defensive tackle position where I don't think you could be been able to get that at the cornerback position. So I'm thinking you're getting more starters this year. I think you're getting more starters at that position than you would have if you drafted Derek Brown and grabbed the def- or, uh, and a cornerback at in round two or round three or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's just my main argument. I think you're getting more starters out of this, honestly, because I think Akuda does beat out Amani Awardee. I know that's very premature to say because, you know, he's very not even, premature. Yeah, I, I know he's not even stepped foot on the NFL. You know, he's, he's not stepped foot. foot. Yeah, I, he I has it, until he proves to me that he's able to play in a situation like Amani did, then I can say, OK. Yeah, I, they, I can't look back at, at um, Jeff Akuda's tape and say, OK, look how long he's covering that that receiver yeah, he had a good um he's line. covering he's covering the receiver way longer than he's supposed to he could thrive in Detroit yeah. I can't say that from him because you have a guy who was on one side named Chase young who has 16 sacks by himself yeah. yep no you're not wrong. I mean, I, and I, I, I'm not I don't even know the figure of pressures he put on quarterback I don't yeah, know that I don't, I don't even know that figure so insane. I can't it, it is insane by himself yeah that, that's not including the other guys so I can't personally say he's going to come in and be in familiar territory 
and that's fair. And and all and all I'm saying is I think he's just that good. Honestly, I I never scouted a corner this good before. Honestly, and I know you mentioned the best defensive line, but we mentioned the footwork. I mean, you Four just three. see it, man. He's Four just he, he just has it. I mean, you mentioned the speed, maybe not the greatest speed, but he just has everything. Thrived in a man system corner. He just always to me always played like a pro to me, and that's why I I am so high on him, and that's why. I think he could be a day one starter, and he could play those guys. I think if we're talking about any other corner, I think I'm right on line with you. I think Jeff Okuda is just a different animal. Like I said, I've never scouted a corner this good entering the draft, and I think that's the only reason why I'm not disappointed with this pick. I actually love this pick a lot, and he was number two on my big board after Joe Burrow and Chase Young. So, uh, I mean, after Joe Burrow, I should say. So, you know, after Chase Young, Jeff Okuda was my number two guy, and I I think the pick was great. Would I love to trade back and gain more draft capital? Hell yeah, I would have, but yeah, it too. wasn't it wasn't there obviously. And I kind of mentioned this with the whole virus going around, with there be no pro days and stuff like that. We mentioned that it's going to be tough for teams to fall in love with these guys, and it's kind of why if you were watching day one in the NFL draft, you didn't see many trades. You know, maybe besides later in the draft, but you know, in the top fifteen, there was only one trade. So it, yeah. it was it was a different animal this year. You know, it just with not being able to really fall in love with these guys like years past where you could, you know, bring them out to the facility, work them out yourself. I mean, all you're getting is virtual FaceTimes right now. And like, how could I fall in love with a guy from a virtual FaceTime? Like, you know, I mean, I guess some <laughs> people do, but people have Tinder and stuff, so I can't. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, you're right. I, I'm excited about the pick. And, and real quick, I, I'm a man to admit when I'm wrong. And this is, this is a funny story that, that goes back from actually Pierre. Um, me and Pierre had a conversation before. And this was like wait, this was like probably like February, maybe January. Pierre probably even doesn't remember December. it. Probably even December. I mean, <laughs> I lost track of days, times, and months. Mm-hmm. But there was a time and then Pierre was like, Bro, there's gonna be like seven receivers drafted in the first round. I'm like, bro, you're crazy. Like this I said the receiver class is deep. I don't see all these guys jumping off the board that quickly. He said, Bro, there's gonna be seven of them. Like six or seven of them gone. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you're crazy, man. But yeah, he hit it right in the nail, man. How many was six or seven that came off the board? Um, I think seven, right? Seven? We had Lamb, we had Judy, we had uh Ruggs, we Rager. had Raker, Jefferson. we had Jefferson, Ayuk, uh, six right there. And was there one more? I think that was it. Maybe it was six. 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 Yeah, yeah. six. Six. Well, yeah. Pierre. Another another three pointer for Pierre for um having this one right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right, before we you know go too far on, I believe you guys don't have anything else to add on, right? I want to get our grades on Jeff Akuda from all of us and you know where you got him. So we'll start off with you, Pierre. Um, are we allowed to give out eight pluses or just A's? No, man, no. Eight give, plus? Whatever, 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 whatever's on your heart, bro. If he's an A plus to you, you give him an A plus. All right, he was obviously like after Chase Young, which like we probably had no chance. He was the next guy on my board, and um, he like. He, I think he could be a star, like an all-pro guy, and I give it an A plus, bro. I just given they they try to trade down, they couldn't. Adam Chapter said they had no offers, so it's an A plus for me. He could do everything in this scheme. He's a perfect fit in this scheme. He even fits like even if they bring a different uh, defensive scheme, and he could fit in any scheme. He's he's that good. Okay, Malcolm, what do you got for this? Don't hate me, guys. No, no, no. I, 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 I didn't expect a high grade out of you, honestly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, no. I'm giving a solid grade. I'm giving, honestly, I'm giving it a B. A B, a solid B. I expect that. A solid B. And and the reason why is because, um, again, is he starting? Is he beating Omani Warrior? It's question marks. It's question marks. I mean, can he play without a dominant front? I don't know. Can he travel with top speed receivers? Everything is in the air right now for me. So I'm giving it a B. His, his ceiling is high. Um, he does have – I do want to mention he is a really, really good tackler. Good tackler. Um, he gets off blocks easily, and then he's able to make the tackle. I like that about him. Great coverage guy, I would say. But I just want to see more from him. I want to I want to see him in a situation that he has to face a Julio Jones or a top receiver, and is he Devontae able to put Adams that type – Devontae Adams. I want to see him – if he's a, is he able to put that type of pressure as he was able to do in the, the Big Ten where he's playing against like – FAU and shit like that. So Wait, I want play, play Michigan. <laughs> he, I mean, he played Michigan, but um, nah, yeah, I know. people Jones. I mean, is I mean, I don't know. You get what I'm saying? So I just want to see him against better competition. Um, I'm giving it a B. Um, but I'm gonna tell you this: 
if they don't address this pass rush, this front four, this B is gonna turn into the F. If if they don't address this goddamn pass rush, so this 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 grade could be changeable. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, I, I and I kind of agree with that. Honestly, I think they that's definitely a need right now. They definitely need to address that pass rush, and that's something they need to do. Need to do. They cannot need. ignore that. And, and and early, early on in the draft, they cannot be round five. Like no, you gotta address no, this day got, two for sure. And thirty five probably thirty five. Thirty five be better be somebody in the D line. I don't care if it's D. Don't care if it's D tackle, D end, Jack. They need to do something. I got you. I 100% agree with you. I'm on the same boat. I said they need to address the cornerback position and the edge, uh, and the somewhere in the defense, somewhere in the pass rush, I should say. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Uh, I'll give this an A minus just because the value at grabbing a defensive back at that early is not the greatest value. And you look, and you know, I go back to say, you know, I mentioned all those good things about Jeff Fakuda, and I think he was the best player available. So that's why I did put him in the A category. But you know, just I would love for a trade back if we could have got him at five or six. I'd 100% be giving this an A or an A plus, honestly, for that for that being. But with there kind of being some unknowing right now, if you know, with a good cornerback room right now, with or a solid cornerback room, I should say, with Trufant, Coleman, and Amani Oruwariye, it's going to be definitely interesting. I'm definitely really high on the pick. I think I definitely think he could win day one spot. But kind of like Malcolm said, man, if if they don't address that pass rush early on in this draft. Then this Jeff Okuda pick, like he mentioned, could be irrelevant. Like he, it it won't matter because if you don't have a pass rush, defensive backs can only do so much. Because I never thought the Lions' defensive backs, when they had Darius Slay and even Rashawn Melvin and Justin Coleman, were bad. I thought they were actually, you know, they were solid. Darius Slay was obviously an above-average corner who was going to thrive in Philly. Rashawn Melvin, when had a pass rush the first four weeks, was solid, and Justin Coleman was playing out of his damn mind the first four weeks. So. The Lions defensive backs were never a huge issue. It just looked like a bigger issue with no pass rush. So, yeah, if they don't address the pass rush, I'm definitely agreeing with you that, you know, this grade is going to go down. But right now, from all we know, just with a round one, Jeff Okuda, I'm giving this A minus close to an A, honestly. I, I, I like to pick a lot and think his ceiling is very high to be a very good professional in this league. I have a question. You guys can't, like... Maybe this is not fair, but you can't like say I'll give this a bad grade if they don't do this. You got to grade Bob Quinn, not the pick. Like well, the pick yeah, is the obviously, pick, but, but like, <laughs> but, but the guy was drafted there, and we don't dress the pass rush. What is Jeff Okuda doing for me? Okay, absolutely then, nothing. Like, he's doing the he, same thing Darius Slade did for me. I mean, Darius Slade can only cover for so long. Any cornerback could cover for so long. No I can, corner can cover for like fifty seconds. Exactly. Whatever the Lions, so, the Lions gave the quarterbacks the most time to throw. No so, corner I mean, could cover forever. That is true, but like. I'm saying if Bob Quinn, like, fails to address the pass rush or something, you can't blame it on, like, give the Kuda grade a worse grade. They went with the best player on the board. Well, I'm not, like, giving, say, the player, I'm not giving the player itself a bad grade. I'm giving where the, what we drafted that spot. It's, it is Bob Quinn. It's not really necessarily a Kuda, but it's the position they drafted. Is he affecting the pass rush? No. It's what Bob Quinn. It's not really – when we grade, it's not – I mean, it is the player, obviously, we're grading, but – But you can't say you're going to change – you're going to change the grade of the pick. That doesn't work like that with the draft. You grade the next pick. No, like, no, 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 no. Do you understand what, what I'm, I'm saying? You can't like say like I'm gonna give them a B now. If tomorrow they fail, I give it an F. That doesn't make no sense. At the, <laughs> the time reason- of the board, at the draft, he was your highest ranked player. You took him. I don't know what else you want to do. Well, yep. I mean, you gotta think about it. Yes, we need help for a quarterback. But our biggest need is putting pressure on the quarterback. And they if will that address is- that. They will address that. If that's they don't why address that, that's, that's why I said. said that's why if- I said if we do not address our pass rush, and we had Derek Brown right there. Or we don't address a stopping a run, and Derek Brown is right there. That great changes. I'm sorry, it changes because our biggest need is stop is putting pressure on the quarterback and stopping the run. Anything on the defensive line is our biggest need. So if that's not addressed, or that's addressed later in round five, round six, Bob Quinn, I'm gonna give you my address, and we got to meet in a block, bro. We got to meet. We got to meet because we got to. We got. We have to exchange some words, man. Yeah. But you no, know, this defensive line better be. It has to be addressed it has to be addressed at 35 yeah i and i definitely agree with that so we'll see so it's not necessarily the player that we're like crucifying like it's not we're deep you know the grade of akuda is not going down it's the grade of what bob quinn did and not addressing a position where he could have addressed the position instead okay that let's say sense. they took Derek brown at um at three what would three. you do in the grade it would be what malcolm has right now would be it would be 
Okay, it would be a B. And then, okay, so then let's say the Lions then took a course. So then you can't say that because you're saying if, okay. Why? No, I'm saying what Tyler's saying. He said he's giving an A- minus right now, but tomorrow if, like, they fail to add, like, a pass rusher or something, that grade would go down. No, if but they added a corner – if, if, if they if they added a corner day two, I don't think any corner is good enough to step in day one. I think Akuda and a pass rushing defensive tackle is good enough to step in day one. I don't think any of these corners besides Akuda and Henderson are good enough to step in day one. I'll say this. There was only, I think, maybe like four blue chip players I had other than like Burrow. It was like Burrow, Chase Young, Okuda, Derek Brown, Isaiah Simmons, five. And they got one of those blue chip guys, right? There's your star. And he's yeah. probably the highest player on their board, ranked on their board, for sure. He was, obviously. I get you. You don't draft based on need, immediate need. You best on you be, you draft based on future. You don't draft based on immediate need, bro. Like, no, I'm not going to reach for a no, guy. No, uh, Derek Brown was a reach? Did you just say he was one of your blue chip players? I know, but I said, like, two versus four. I'm taking my number two player, not my number four player. But now check this out. If we don't have a pass rush, how how relevant is Jeff Kula pick? Huh? If we don't address the pass rush, how relevant is They will, is though. Kulipic? They will. We well, don't know they, that yet. We, we, they, I mean, I, if, no, if, they, so if they do. In this, the Lions well, still have like a do, bottom five defensive line in the league. They will address it. They have they, to. If they don't, they're, they're stupid. Exactly. That's what we're saying. If, and if, we have called them the thing is, on air. The thing is, this is what I was saying. If we don't address the pass rush, the Jeff Okuda pick is very irrelevant because he's not going to do nothing more than Darius Slay did last year. And we went 3-12-1 with Darius Slay. So I what guess. is more would Jeff Okuda do with no pass rush? I so so yeah, it's a it's a B now, and I'm hoping they address the pass rush because it, it will make it the, the pick better than it is. But if they don't address the pass rush, man, I'm gonna be really upset. Mercy <laughs> pod will. on deck. Mercy pod on deck. Tomorrow, if this pass rush is not, if you don't have to go solo just to let my anger out. I am going to record tomorrow if they don't have a pass rush. If well, they don't draft I one in two will. or three, they have three picks that make this right. I'll be very angry. They have three picks. I, I just need them to make to draft two guys on defensive line with these three picks. Speaking of pass rushers and like whoever else is on the board, how about you guys give me one offensive player with one defensive player that you guys like for tomorrow? Okay, my and we are recording on well today. We're recording at one thirty right now, almost. So yeah, All right, my offensive player is Damian Lewis because I I do believe they still need to address the interior interior offensive line. So Damian Lewis is my one guy that I, I told you I'm gonna mention whenever I have the shot. Damian Lewis is definitely a guy I want in day two because we do definitely need an interior offensive lineman badly right now. So adding an interior offensive lineman, kind of like I mentioned, I think Damian Lewis could be one of those guys that we look back in a year or two and say. Wow, you know he went a lot farther than he was than he should have because he's a a lot better player, and I can see that happening with Damian Lewis. So he's one guy on offense I would really enjoy, and on defense he's still available, and I would like this pick a lot. Jack or edge rusher, whatever you want to call him, from Boise State, Curtis Weaver. I'm a big fan of Curtis Weaver. Was a monster his three years at Boise State. Not the greatest competition, but you know you just watch the tape. He he's an he's an animal. He's a guy I would really like to add on this football team you know if it's at 35 i'd be cool with that but there's some other guys that i'm sure you guys will mention but those are two guys i would keep in mind one offensive guy and one defensive guy i really do like for this team all right i'm gonna give two and i think both are options at 35 Mm -hmm. um just because i like these players a lot and it's aj epinesa and denzel mims epinesa um fits the scheme perfectly we talked about him's like a trey flowers clone pretty much could play defensive end, could play the three-tech, um, versatile guy, rush the passer and stop the run. He could do both. Problem why he fails because he didn't test the best athletically. When, you know, like a year from like last year from now, we were talking about he could possibly be a top-ten pick. Yeah, in or December. We were talk- yeah, no, it's, it's actually kind of wild to assume that. I mean, not assume, but like it's crazy to think that we could potentially have both Akuda and Epinesa. If you told me that back in December, man, like I would have been like your high as hell. I would be saying some off air stuff right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Epinesa is a guy, and then um, Denzel Mims. Mims, yeah. I didn't really know that much about, and then the Senior Bowl, obviously, and then we went back watch more tape on Mims. Um, good route runner, has some speed. Tested well at the combine. I was shocked he didn't get drafted today. Um, I, I think he's better than Rager. Rager, I think he's right there with Ayuk. But it Even is what Justin it is. Those are, you, Justin Jefferson is 
probably better than both of them. But um, Mims is a guy that could replace Marvin. What is he like six three four um, four four two speed? I think so like, I don't have his numbers in front of me exactly, but he's a Marvin replacement. Good route runner too. A better route runner than Marvin, I'd say. Um, yeah. Okay. So Denzel those are my Mims. Guys. Denzel Mims and AJ Panessa. Well, that was happy with that was messed one at 35. up. That was messed up. You took Malcolm's guy that he's been mentioning since December. Oh shit. Malcolm. No, no, it's all good. It's all good, t- man. He took My AJ bad, bro. My <laughs> bad. I know that's Malcolm's guy. I forgot, bro. No, it's all good, man. I stayed away good. on purpose. <laughs> no, it's good. It's all good. All right. Who do you got, Malcolm? Who's one guy offensively and one guy defensively you would like to see it, the Lions address round two or day two, I should say. Day two. Give me, give me one second, guys. Okay, I know you like Duvernay, Devin Duvernay. That helps. I'm gonna send him a list so he can look at. It. I just saw some. No, my my little. Can you guys hear her? Yeah, a little. Yeah, she is. She's crying for chocolate. Oh. Like, least you see, what time is it? Yeah, one thirty. One thirty. She said, "I want chocolate." Tell him it's done. It's done. I think this he did. Is, She's just not taking it very yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> <laughs> think he did? Okay, so um, guys who I like day one, I mean day two, day two. So you already said you already said my guy AJ Espinosa. Did you already say Josh Uche? Uche? No. no. You do? He's also I, I, my guys too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I definitely like Josh Uche. Um, and in day two, you know he worked with Patricia. Hopefully he brings him in. Um. And then also, I would, for offense, man, I want one of those running backs so bad. I want one of those running backs so bad. That's fair, there. What do you want? I mean, I want to take it all day. Or even tell, even him or Taylor, any any of those guys. Okay. They're right right there. Like, I mean, I don't, I, I just don't get it. Like, this is our chance to get a top running back. Uh, I was okay, shocked. I was shocked. Oh, yeah, Swift is there. Swift is there too. Why not get Swift? I was shocked by the Chiefs pick, man. Taking Clyde Edwards Hilaire, like he's a good he's player. A good yeah, but he, I mean, he's a good. He might be. He's a really good fit there. Yeah, but he catches a lot of passes in the backfield. I understand, but J.K. all day, DeAndre J. Swift, Jonathan yeah. Taylor. I mean, I like. I, I like this Clyde. This is your I, chance right now, Detroit. They're right there. <laughs> you know, you have one of those backs. Hey, but that that would just kind of like miss everything you just said that we need to address the pass rush. I I know, I know, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's like there are so many needs, man. I wouldn't even be shocked if they traded. We talked about this, like if they trade down like ten or five spots, get an extra third or four. I wasn't like I wasn't expecting to be in the situation, man. I was expecting us to either have two seconds or even having a you know a first and a, another late first. I was expecting something like this, but now it's just I don't I don't know. So are you are you willing to pass one of those your favorite position in football one of those favorite one of your those running backs those juicy running backs J.K. all day for a pass rush? Uh, no, I know you cannot say yes to this. I know you want to pass. Malcolm loves both of those positions. That is, uh, he loves both. Exactly. I think this is. Back. I think this. I think these are two game changers. You bring in J.K. Dobbins to our offense with Car- with Carryon Johnson. And Bo Scarborough, that's a game changer. I agree. That is that is that is a, a team that can now close out games. That's dreaming though. Pass rush is like what we actually need though more. We do need a running back, but a pass rush is like way more needed. I way feel more. like now, now the thing is the thing is. Bigger. All right, so if we go running back round two, Probably will Brandon and I be there in round three? Probably. Nah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's know. possible he could go like late two, early three. That's kind of where I have him, somewhere like that. I mean, uh, that's the thing. Is one of those guys still could be? Because if you could get, if you could tell me you could get J.K. and then come around three and get um Anai, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that'd be pretty nice. And then like, what if they pass on Epinesa though? Passing up Ep- 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 for J.K. Are you willing to do that? I'm not. I don't know. I'm not even gonna answer this question. I don't know. I like them both. <laughs> I like I like I like them both, man. I don't know. No, nah, yeah. I'm in I'm in the situation I think they need to address the pass rush at thirty five. Yeah, we, we, we do. But those are 
Those are nice, but like the offense was top five with what they had without Bo Scarborough. But before Stafford got hurt, obviously. So our pass rush sucked ass before that, anyways. Even though yeah, we were just sure one. So we need a pass rush. So yeah, they do need a pass rush. All right, guys, that is a wrap. Of episode ninety-seven of the Pride Podcast. We kind of talked a little bit about of everything in this draft. You know, we kind of talked about the Chiefs a little bit. We talked about Derek Brown. We talked about Jeff Okuda. We talked a little bit about everything. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this emergency podcast. It was a lot of fun. It was fun to have sports back, and we will be back for day two coverage as soon as day two is done. But that's all I got for you guys. I am Tyler, and I'm signing out, y'all. Peace out. Good night. All right, guys. Before I let you out, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, and we appreciate all the support. I hope all you guys are staying safe right now, and I am out. Peace. All right, everybody. It's your boy, Malcolm. Again, we have our voicemails, and this is a time to get the voice the voicemails jumping right now because the whole draft right now. So, again, guys, leave a voicemail. That number is 313-355-3116. And I am out. It's your boy, Malcolm. Peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.